With KGM News, I'm Shannon Hecht. And I'm Elena Tavacoli. The Foley Institute is hosting Eastern Washington State legislators this hour in Bryan Hall. Senator Mark Schessler and Representative Mary Dye are answering questions from constituents. One of the topics likely being discussed is Governor Jay Inslee's proposal to fund K-12 education. Inslee is proposing that the state spend $2.7 billion over the next two years to increase salaries for teachers and to fully fund the state's basic education obligations. New taxes are proposed to pay for a total of $3.9 billion in education costs, including carbon and capital gains taxes. President-elect Donald Trump has nominated U.S. Representative Ryan Zinke of Montana to head the Department of the Interior. Zinke is an advocate for increased energy drilling on federal lands and has expressed skepticism of climate change as an imminent threat. Washington Representative Kathy McMorris-Rogers was among those in the running for the nomination. This semester, Washington State University received a report of an alleged sexual assault at a fraternity. The report was made by an 18-year-old WSU student in early September. The student told police she was given alcohol at a fraternity party, became seriously ill, and was sexually assaulted. Delta Upsilon chapter has been suspended by the chapter's national office for providing alcohol to minors. Researchers say the culture of assault on campus can be tracked back to many things. Correspondent Elena Tavacoli has more on the story. Researchers say misogynistic lyrics of pop songs have an influence on your life. The WSU professor Stacy Hust studies the use of media to reduce sexual assault and promote healthy sexual relationships. Hust says the media portray a false reality people are likely to believe from a young age. Adolescence is a particularly difficult time for people because they're facing a lot of developmental transitions and it's further complicated when they don't have accurate information and when they turn to the media and get the information that media provides, which is often stereotypical and gendered in a negative way. Hust also says that education is needed to change adolescents' media-driven beliefs about what is real and attainable. What we know is that when you're young, you don't have necessarily the cognitive abilities to be critical of what you see and hear. Younger people are more vulnerable to those types of messages. However, that doesn't mean that older people are not vulnerable. If you have a heavy diet of media that promotes violence against women, for example, and you listen to a lot of heavy rap music that's misogynistic in its tone, it's not that you're going to become misogynistic, it's that you're going to think that misogyny is normal. Hust says gendered lyrics produce a gendered reality. Men and women are encouraged to live out the language and lyrics they see and hear every day. WSU Violence Prevention Coordinator Nikki Finstead says the reality music videos portray is harmful to culture on campus. Every single one of us is influenced by the things that we encounter every day. It is going to be in the, in the media that we consume and anybody with a critical eye to conceive that this idea of rape culture, we see it. I would say that everybody is influenced in some way by what we see in, in popular culture. Definitely college students are influenced, but it happens long before students get here. Finstead says music videos are one part of a much larger problem. Problem. Students at WSU can identify the smaller problems which lead to rape culture and strict gender roles on campus. For that reason, WSU has a mandatory workshop for all first-year and transfer students during their first semester on the WSU Pullman campus. Finstead says it's only after influences are identified and critically discussed that there will be definitive progress made to better WSU. 
In Pullman, I'm Elena Tavacoli. Protesters in the Standing Rock Sioux Tribe are declaring a victory in the fight against the Dakota Access Pipeline. The Army Corps of Engineers announced it will look at alternative routes for the pipeline that was to be drilled under a dammed section of the Missouri River. Shannon Hecht has more on the story. The Dakota Access Pipeline is a $3.7 billion project that would carry 470,000 barrels of oil from the oil fields in North Dakota to Illinois. The pipeline is nearing completion, and Energy Transfer says the pipeline will create 8 to 12,000 construction jobs. Members of the Standing Rock Sioux Tribe have been protesting the pipeline because they view it as an environmental and cultural threat. They say the route crosses ancestral lands. They are also concerned about the possible environmental damages to their drinking water. People all around the country have come out in support for the tribe, including some celebrities. Treatment of protesters has caused a lot of the controversy for this project. CBS reports officers used tear gas, rubber bullets, and large water hoses in freezing weather. Washington State University tribal liaison Faith Price says the force used by the police was not justified. From what I've heard, it's, it has not been justified. Um, that camp was described to me from students who've been there as a, as a, as a prayer camp, and a peaceful protest. Price says that the pipeline is being built on land that is protected by treaties and the company should have discussed environmental risks with the tribal leaders before building it. The CEO of Energy Transfer Partners, Kelsey Warren, told the Associated Press the company would not do any rerouting. The company expects the decision will be overturned under a Trump administration and the pipeline will be allowed to be finished. The New York Times reports President-elect Donald Trump has stock in the company but has said his support of the pipeline has nothing to do with his investments. WSU cultural studies professor Richard King says he is skeptical that under a Trump administration, the pipeline in North Dakota and others like it will become battles in the war on sovereign native land. Then I guess I would anticipate that Trump is going to, to, to be in some protracted struggles and tribes are going to be in some protracted struggles with Trump around access of who controls the resources and can the federal government, what, what authority does the federal government have to open up tribal land? King also says that in the coming years, the public will learn what Trump and his administration think of respecting tribal lands and treaties. He says he does not think Trump understands how treaties bind natives to the U.S. as our treaties with foreign nations do. The protesters are set to leave the space they have occupied since April. Many are staying on the site until the pipeline is to be rerouted indefinite. In Pullman, I'm Shannon Heck reporting. In weather, highs today will be 28 degrees, but with wind chill, it will feel like zero. Expect 2 to 4 inches of snow and a low of 19 degrees. Thursday, snow likely in the morning, high of 23. Expect frigid temperatures for the weekend, with a high of 10 on Saturday and a low of 5. With KGEM News, I'm Elena Tavacoli. And I'm Shannon Hecht. Stay tuned to KGEM for Jazz with Preston.